Personal notice. Danger's my stock and trade. If the job's too tough for you to handle, you got a job for me, George Valentine. Write full details. I wonder if the time will ever come when George Valentine runs into a problem that's even too big for him to handle. So far, he's been lucky, but you never know. Take this uh, Peter Van Rassel that he's about to tangle with. Peter is one of those charm boys with an accent who just arrived here from Rangoon. He looks like the type of character who could handle himself under almost any circumstances. But he must have hit a snag, because right now, all Peter has in mind is let George do it. My dear Mr. Valentine, my name is Peter Van Russell. I'm a research chemist for one of the rubber companies with offices in Rangoon. I have devoted my life to my work, which I suppose to someone else would be about as dull as my own person. It has been years since I have even followed the American newspapers, let alone kept abreast of your customs. I have never been in your city before. Now, I say all this so you will understand how impossible it is for me to find, to locate, a certain man without your help. A man who, like myself, has just arrived from Burma. A man who is here, but is not here. It is a debt of honor, you understand. Purely a personal matter. I must see him. I only have a few days before I, I return to the jungle. Oh, wait a minute, Mr. Van Rossel. You said this man is here, but he isn't here. No, I assure you, it is just as confusing to me as it is to you, Miss Brooks. Well, to start at the beginning, what's this man's name? Uh, Hollowell. Terence Hollowell. Uh -huh. He's uh, always about 40 years old. Tall, quite distinguished. Hollowell, you know. uh, does he live here? Did you look him up in the phone book? Oh, yes, yes. He maintains a residence. Well, then what... Now, I telephoned, you see, from my hotel, and I was informed by a caretaker that Mr. Hollowell won't be arriving from Burma until tomorrow. Well, okay. Then he just hasn't got here yet. Now, yes, he has. I came by plane. I'm sure he was at least a day or so ahead of me. Here. Now, that's a little torn. Uh, cablegram. Van Russell, Pan Am, Honolulu. Was waiting for me at the airline's office yeah, in Hawaii. Let me Hawaii. see that. Waste of time, you're trying to contact me. Well, right in detail, but assure you that under present circumstances, our meeting one another would be needlessly painful to you. A stroke of fate, that's all. Please understand, Terence Hollowell. Now, here, this, this piece here, you see? That cablegram was sent from this city. He sent from here. So he is in town. Yet... At his house, they insist he is not. He is here, and he isn't. Uh, Mr. Van Rossel, apparently this man doesn't want to see you wherever he is. Uh, what sort of person is this, Hollowell, anyway? Oh, a traveler, a, a lecturer. You know, most charming fellow. He stayed with me for a week or so at my plantation north of Rangoon. No, but so easygoing. Not the sort to be mixed up in anything troublesome, you know. And you have no idea what he's talking about in that cablegram? No. And I think I should find out, don't you? There's a pearl necklace. 
Ten black pearls and a necklace. What's that? Well, that's the only thing I can think of. Hollowell is a man who admires beauty. I helped him to obtain a necklace, that's all. Oh, it's valuable. He paid nearly every penny he had, nearly $2,500 for it over there. So it's worth a lot more here. Oh, yeah, yeah. But what could be that... Yeah, I understand you, Mr. Van Russell. What could have happened to a perfectly nice guy that made him disappear and yet not disappear? Yeah, precisely. Only what do I do when and if I find him? What is it you wanted to see him about in the first place? Oh, naturally, Mr. Valentine. I will explain anything you wish when the time comes. But right now, the urgent question seems to be, why is Terence Holloway trying to hide? And most important of all, where? You know, if I had a monster like this Peter on my trail, I'd hide too. This boy spells trouble with a capital T. But then George is smart. He'll know what to do. And if you're smart, you'll know what to do when it comes to this. Now let's see how George is doing in his search for old Terrence. I guess so far, not so good. And Brooksy isn't being a bit of help either. George, Mr. Van Russell has already tried calling the house here. I, I can't see any reason Always for Always start with the obvious, Angel. Maybe this Hollowell just doesn't want to be bothered with our Dutch friend. You know, look me up sometime, and then the people take you up on it, and you're stuck. But he was his guest in Burma. He wouldn't be rude. Wait a Hold on a minute. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Are you from the house here? I mean... It uh, seems so unusual. All those wonderful little birds out at this time of morning. Don't you think? Well, they should be sleeping in the middle of the day. Yes, but it's not hot, is it? There's no reason for them to be sleeping here. <laughs> well, we just wanted a few... Oh, uh... my, no, no, I'm not from the house. No, no, indeed. You see? I have my umbrella. Yes, I see. Yes, uh, this is Mr. Hollowell's house, though. I only carry my umbrella from habit, I suppose. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Uh, you haven't rung the bell yet. Yes. Yes, it's Mr. Hollowell's house. It's his it's not like him, though, do you think? We've never met him. Oh. Oh, you've never heard him talk. You've never heard the beautiful words he uses. It was such a sad expression. But so exciting. All the romantic places. The intimate, beautiful thought. What did you say? Oh, no, I haven't rung the bell, no. You may if you wish, but it won't do any good. Why not? She's at home. Perhaps she'll throw you out like she's at me. What? His wife. Mrs. Allowell. Yes. His wife. Oh, don't mind me. I'm just waiting. Just waiting. Who hired that maid? Lisa, for heaven's sakes, please. Not a day over 18 and straight out of a model agency, if you ask me. You've seen her. How could any man help seeing her? But I tell you, George, I listen. Didn't... Yeah, the maid said to wait in the hall. But... I won't have her around the house. I did not, Lisa. Now, please, why do you care? It's not your house anymore. You get your separation checks. That's all that That's matters. why I'm here. I haven't had a check for two months. 
You've been holding out again. There isn't any money, I tell You're you. You're lying. Oh, Lisa, darling, I couldn't lie to you if I tried. Don't you believe me? Uh, hello. Is anybody... Oh, excuse me. Oh, how do you do? Um, excuse us. I- I'm Miss Brooks. This is Mr. Valentine. The maid said of to course, come... Of course, of course. Visitors all over the place. Why not? I'm Mrs. Hollowell. Oh, but then you must be Mr. Hollowell. My name is Cy Kirby. And you walked in and are offended because I make a lot of noise. All right, I don't mind. I'm a nasty woman. Mr. Kirby is my husband's business partner. He belongs here. I don't. He's the one you want to see. Uh, what club do you represent, Mr. Valentine? Uh, what club? <laughs> well, tell me you're a process server. Which one of my husband's rich women friends do uh, you... Lisa, isn't it about a lecture? Really, that's our only business, you know, travel talks. And <laughs> I just assumed you were like the lady out there with the umbrella or the committee of women out in the hall. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, newspaper, that's all. Uh, wanted an interview. We understood Mr. Hollowell had just arrived from Burma. He won't be back until tomorrow. Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, tomorrow. Oh, I see. Well, I understood he might have arrived already. No, but I'm sure Mr. Kirby can tell you everything you want to know about my husband. Uh, of course. Every bit of publicity counts. Uh-huh. Well, uh, look, I wondered if we could get a picture of Mr. Oh, Hollowell. Uh, naturally. Delighted, I suppose. Even Burton Holmes needs a little press cooperation now and then. Uh, come along. We'll find a photograph in his desk. George, you'll never locate a man just by carrying his picture around. I will buy a telephone pad, Angel. What? Yeah, it was on his desk. There's the name of an employment agency scribbled on it. It may be just a cockeyed hunch, but come on. Flavin Home Service Employment Agency. No, no, Mr. Flavin, there's nothing wrong. I just phoned you to check, that's all. So Mr. Hollowell did hire the girl himself, huh? I see. And he phoned from the Benson Hotel. Okay, thanks a lot. The man in the photograph? Why, yes. Oh, yes. He's staying here at the bench. His name is... Uh, could you just tell me what his room number is, please? Mm, 325. Oh, but his key is in. I think he's probably across the street. Uh, what's this all about, Mr. Valentine? You mean that theater over there? No, no. A little jewelry store. I've seen him go in there before. Jewelry? Yeah. George, remember the pearl necklace? Yeah. What's that? Uh, I don't know, friend. It's all too much for me. Uh, suppose we just wait. What's the matter? Give me that photograph. George. That's him, isn't it? Oh. May I have my key, please? 325. Mm-hmm. Uh, these people were just uh, asking about you, Mr. Smith. Oh, they were? Mr. Smith? Why, yes, young lady. Mind if we step over here a second? Well, no, not at all. But uh, what do you wish to see me about? It's Hollowell, isn't it? Isn't that your name? <laughs> oh, why, yes. Yeah, but who are you? I... Uh... I don't understand. Neither would the clerk over there if you told him. Neither would I. No, I don't think there's any law against a man being incognito, is there? Who sent you? My wife? Her lawyer? (laughs) Well, that's the obvious explanation, isn't it? She has a little trouble collecting money from you, I understand. (laughs) Well, I suppose everyone has money troubles. Never mind, I'm not interested. But uh, what is it you want? Every minute I want less and less, Buster. 
Come on, Brooksy. We've done our job. Nice to have met you, Mr. Hollowell. But, Mr. Valentine, I located I would... him. That's all you hired me for, Mr. Van Russell. Yeah, the Benson Hotel. Now, you've done a very good job. Oh, wait a minute, I... wait a minute. Not so fast, friend. You said you'd do a little explaining yourself. Why he sent a wire brushing you off is another matter, and oh, I want to know. Oh, of course, yes. I said I would tell you. Well, a, a debt of honor, that's all. And I appreciate so much your finding him. I am really not concerned with whatever his little problems are. Well, then? Because I am only here from Burma, you understand... To kill him. This boy Peter is just full of good news. Wonder how he has the nerve, though, to go blabbing it to George. You know, if I were George, I'd hot-foot it right over to police headquarters. And if I were you... I'd pay close attention to this. And now, back to George Valentine. The business of Terence Hollowell is travel talks. Only from what his partner says, they're not making much money at it these days. Hollowell has trouble with his wife, too. But most of all, he's likely to have trouble with your client. Because if your name is George Valentine, then you have a harmless-looking client, Mr. Van Rossell, who has just said, thanks for finding Hollowell, because now he can kill him. Hey, wait a minute, you... Van Russell gone, George? Oh, yeah, sure. Hung up and ran. But it'll take him at least 15 minutes to get over here to the hotel. Well, he wouldn't just come and kill him. Why would he tell you? Why would he warn anybody and then do it? Oh, lots of crazy people in the world, Angel. But this is no time to argue about it. Hollowell went upstairs to his room, didn't he? Mm, that's right. Okay, play it safe. Find the house detective. Tell him what it's all about. Oh, as if I knew. Tell him to keep Hollowell there until I meet you. Where are you going? To try and tie this together fast so it does make sense. The jeweler's across the street, Angel. That pearl necklace is the only thing I know about that ties a would-be murderer to his corpse. Uh, yeah, yeah, beautiful. Such pearls I have never seen. You mean this is it? This one right here? Uh, yeah. Relic from the days when there was time to collect, when beauty was not rhinestones. Uh-huh. Now, look, I asked you... Ah, so even to buy something, you must be in a hurry. All right, all right. Fifteen thousand dollars. There, there, you see? Now you think it is too much. Such a hot day, you, you, you should take your time. You should sit down. No, no, I was just surprised they were for sale. Well, with Mr. Hollowell's pearls, you asked about... Now, look, he sold them to you. These are the ones he bought in Burma. I know the man who helped him get them. Oh, yeah, well, of course he sold them to me. Now I sell them. But he's been spending a lot of time over here. His hotel clerk said he what, was over... Why, what do you do? Make puzzles for yourself? Two days I spend making another necklace for Mr. Hollowell. That's all. Uh, cheap, 
bad one called Joseph John. Wait a minute. You mean he sold you this one for a nice profit but got you to make an imitation? Uh, every time you turn around, it's got to be a mystery. No, 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 no. No imitation, just a bad one, that's all. Pearls, yeah, black ones, but nothing illegal, nothing to fool anyone. Nothing to fool a jeweler. <laughs> Only to fool a wife, perhaps. Huh? Ah, I know this man from before. Well, what's wrong with that? I, I fool my wife. You fool yours, don't you? So, all right, it's a hot day. Yeah, Roxanne. George, he's gone. Mr. Hollowell's gone. You sure? He piled some of his luggage into a cab the minute we left earlier. Oh, brother, everybody disappears. No, George, the starter remembered the address, or at least enough of it. Oh, where did Hollowell go? His home. The big travel expert's gone home, that's all. <laughs> such a strange thing to do, such goings-on. Lady, this, this, George, you should put in a mystery show. Mr. Valentine, I'm so sorry I was rude this morning. Oh, not at all, Mrs. Hollowell. Through here, please. He's unpacking now. And look here. He brought me this. Hmm. Pretty necklace. Oh, you already noticed it. But see, it's real black pearl. Nice husband. He bought it with his last penny in Burma. I know it was because Cy keeps the books and he told me. How could I stay angry at a husband like that? Oh, Terrence. Terrence, darling. Yes, my dear? I, uh, I won't keep him long, Mrs. Hollowell. <laughs> and he wants to kill me, you say, Van Russell. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine his even being here. Sure. It's very amusing. He's insane. Of course you know that. Lived in the jungle too long. Nothing but work. I think it's very amusing the way your wife fell for the phony necklace, too, Buster. What's that? Oh, don't worry. I'm not going to tell her. She'd start worrying again about that pretty maid you hired. <laughs> How much does your partner, Cy Kirby, know about that little profit you made on the necklace? Buying it for 2500 Buying? Well, didn't you? In Burma? The real one? Or is that what Van Rossel is upset about? Something to do with that necklace? Oh, get out of it. You've given me your little warning, and thanks very much. Goodbye. Oh, no, no. My curiosity gets bigger and bigger the more this I talk. This is my house. I've done nothing criminal. I got out of here, I said. I'll get it, George. Hello? George, it's Lieutenant Johnson. Yeah, I asked him to call us here. Yes, Lieutenant. Yes? Mm-hmm. George, they finally found Von Russell. They picked him up at 5 o'clock. He's been watching that hotel of Hollowell's all afternoon. Oh, give me that phone. Hello, Johnson. Let me talk to that guy. No thanks for picking him up. No thanks for anything. All right, all right. Thanks. Well, would you... Besides, you're not going to talk to him. He just fainted. Besides, he's downtown, and I'm not... What? He what? Things got hotter after you left, I guess. I'm out at the Hollowell's, and boy, do you get things turned around that Van Russell of yours is the only one who couldn't have murdered him. Murdered? You heard me. Hollowell, the big travel and charm boy, stopped three bullets. Ah, 
I don't know. I barely got here myself, Valentine. Well, his wife was upset. First she was hating him, then she was... Yeah, 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 I got that. But after you left, she drove to the hotel to get some more of his baggage for him. Took the maid with her. They were the ones found the body when they came back. Yeah. Right here in this hammock. That's right. In the hammock. <laughs> what a life. Not if you did. We got the place pretty well roped off and fast, but it's big. Lots of space. Cy Kirby. Been this guy's partner for years. Says he was upstairs and didn't hear a thing. We tried it out and you can't hear oh, from wait there. Minute, Johnson, wait a minute, would you? What's the matter? Look, Johnson, I could have stopped it. I could have added up all the little tips and stopped it. Take it easy. The guy was a heel. Big, soft soap artist. Big fake. Romance for the buck. But I could have figured out why a man would tell me he was going to kill in advance. Sure, sure. A debt of honor. Look, I told you Van Rossel wasn't within my... He hired me to find the guy. showed me a wire. But suppose it wasn't his wire. Yeah, torn. That's right. First part of the name was torn. Beat yourself with something I can recognize, will you? Look, Johnson, every little thing adds up in one direction. So funny the bird should be awake in the middle of the day, she said. Said it wasn't hot on a very hot day. Look, I my know, friend... I know I'm crazy, but so's murder. We don't even scratch the edges of it, Johnson. But an umbrella does. Huh? Yeah, look. Suppose she came from Burma. Suppose Van Rossel was chasing after her, too, trying to protect her in advance, or trying to get Hollowell protected in advance to stop it. Well, the umbrella over there, can't you see it? Suppose it belongs to her. Suppose she's not a clubwoman, Johnson, but Van Rossell's wife. George, there she is. Yeah, I know. She's got a revolver. She's watching us. Stay where you are. All right, lady, sure. Now, don't worry. My name isn't Hollowell. I killed him. Did you know that? I know, I know. But take it easy, please. It's all over. No. No, it was all over a week ago. He told me that when he left Burma. But I wouldn't believe she was in love with him. Oh, George, the poor thing. I know, just waiting till he got here to shoot him. Oh, leave me alone. Please, leave me alone. You are Mrs. Van Rossell, aren't you? Yes. Yes, I was. I, I mean... I know. Your husband told me about Hollowell visiting you for a week. I followed him. What of it? So I'm a stupid middle-aged fool. I saw the cablegram that missed you in Honolulu. Get away, please. Please get away. I'm sorry, lady. I want that... I'm all right, Brooksy. Take it easy. She's shooting in the dirt. She doesn't want to hurt us. It's just Hollowell that she... Stop it, I said. Get away. Hey, that's three shots, Brooksy. And there's three in Hollowell. That makes six. All right, it's all over now, lady. You've done all your shooting. Get away, I said. Oh, brother, have I been wrong? George, she's pointing it at herself. Hey, look out! Yeah, sure, lady. Still another shell. All right, now let's see your purse. You've got your purse, haven't you? There it is, George. She dropped it. No shells there. Guess we did some good after all, Angel. Everybody else had a motive, too. Wonder which one shot him first. I shot him. Lady, you fired your gun four times just now. There are three bullets in Hollowell. Three and four are seven. So who shot him first? George, that's a very good question. Now, uh, how are you fixed for good answers? Oh, you want a minute to think it over. Okay. You give it some thought, and we'll give this a listen. 
Cy Kirby, Mr. Van Russell. He was the only one it could have been. You see the others, his wife and the yeah, I understand, I understand, yeah. Well, they got him fast enough. He didn't have any story cooked up. It wasn't premeditated or oh, anything. Oh, of course, of course. I think they'll be able to prove that your wife only shot a dead body, Mr. Van Russell. Yeah, I see, yeah. Uh, you don't really, do you? I mean, you still haven't told us about your wife and Hollowell uh, and... Kirby, Hannah. that was his partner, yeah? There was, what, some difficulty? Well, he'd been holding out on him. Over $10,000 profit on a necklace. The only reason Hollowell lied about his return to Kirby was to give him time to arrange for its sale without anyone knowing. It's been going on for years, apparently. This time, Kirby caught up with him. Oh, it wasn't really that, though. It was Mrs. Hollowell. No matter how mad she got at her husband for carrying on with other women, no matter how many times they separated, she always went back to him. And Kirby couldn't stand it. He loved her, too. It's always love, one way or another. The same as your coming after your wife, even after she'd left you. I suppose there will be a trial. I suppose my wife... Well, it certainly will be an investigation. Maybe about shooting somebody who's already dead, but... Why won't you talk about your wife? Why won't you tell me what I want to know, that silly business of the necklace that kept confusing us? That was a wedding present I gave to her years ago. She gave to him. That's all. Nice guy, Hollowell. Yeah. But your wife, I mean, she knows that you came after her trying to help. She knows what you're really like, or she wouldn't have tried to kill Hollowell. Don't you understand that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this, this is a dull place we live in. And I am not much excitement myself, not glamorous like United States. No. We work it out somehow. Don't worry so much. Goodbye. Uh, what was that line of yours, Brooksy? One way or another, it's always love. Go on, darling. There's nothing I'd rather hear you talk about. You have just heard No Escape from the Jungle, another Let George Do It adventure. Robert Bailey was starred as George Valentine with Virginia Gregg as Brooksy. Our story was by David Victor and Jackson Gillis with music by Eddie Dunstetter. Now this is yours truly inviting you to another visit with Valentine when you will again hear what happens when you let George do it. (laughs) 